Welcome to the Bears Centrals. On today's show, we recap Bears rookie camp and much, much more. Hey, Doug. What's the good word, my guy? Hey, your boy Doug over here doing good, man. I'm in the States. You somewhere else. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, uh, your boy Prez out here in the six out here in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Try to see what my try to see what my boy Drake up to out here. I'll, I'll give you guys a report next episode. Hey, so, let us know when that new track coming out, man. Man, right? I might try to get on that mug. <laughs> let prayers do the hook, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. See, that'd be his next one to go diamond platinum or whatever crazy shit he got going on. <laughs> yeah, but man. man. But man, Dub, I'm um, I'm running on fumes over here, man. The flight wasn't that long, but I'm just I'm not operating on a lot of sleep. But, you know, you know what it is, what it is. You know how we do. We can't stop, won't stop. Keep it going, man. You know, work is work, right? It's always, it's always going to give you some some challenge and some new wrinkle. But, hey, that's why we got this show here to give us a little break from the, the craziness, right? Yeah, man. And you know, the rain that went by, now the yard work gets crazy. We got to take care of that. You know how that go, Prez. Yeah, but see, you know what, man? I, um, I'm a little bit of a lazy guy, man. I got a yard service, man, so I don't do none of that oh. yard work. Man, your rich ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, hey, Dub, I outsource, man. I, I try to spend my time uh, doing things that make me happy in this world, man. I, I don't want to be out there cutting all that grass in the heat, bro. Uh-uh. It's yeah. enough that I shove all that snow in the winter. Uh, true. Summertime, true. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. That's my time. I need to do what you do, man. I need to outsource that, too, because, uh, man, the allergy that I get from doing that yard work, bro, I can't handle yeah. it anymore. See, that's me. I'm allergic to all that grass and stuff. I'll I'll be on this show. I'll be sneezing 50 times in a row. They'd be like, man, <laughs> I don't even want to listen to this show. All he do a sneeze. That'd be me if I cut some grass. Man, mm. I feel you, bro. No, nah, dude. My yard had them nice lines cut across the line looking like a baseball field, bro. I was like, <laughs> Ooh, look at that grass. Look at that grass. <laughs> yeah, man. But guess what, friends? That nice ass area, though, bro. I do love it over there. <laughs> All right, relax, relax, ain't dumb. <laughs> you knew I was gonna call it out, man. You knew it was coming, bro. <laughs> Listen, audience is humble, very humble. Uh, we do okay around here. We do okay. Ain't dumb and I, man. We humble guys. You know what I'm saying? Still South Siders at heart. Oh, definitely South Siders at heart, man. But you're right. Got to stay humble, man. Got to. But man, let's get into the show. So, man, before we even get into the minutia talking about Bears rookie camp. The first piece of business I want to get into is congratulating our QB1, Justin Fields, on graduating from the Ohio State University, A-Dub. Hey, congrats to Justin Fields. Man, I know it's got to be a blessing, first of all, to get the degree. Chris, you and I have our degree. I'm not saying it's from Ohio, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, hey, I get it. I'm glad he went back and got it, man. It's, 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 it's something to have under your belt, man. And I know the guy got a load of money. But that is something you just can't take away from the guy. Hey, put some respect on our degrees now, you did. Because I tell you one thing, man: them degrees from the uh, from the Ohio State University, depending on what you majored in, it might equal up to what we got. So, Woo. I'm quite sure it's some, some money spent on that education there. You know, I, he probably still has some money to pay out of pocket, probably. You know, for that. So, I'm, he's got more than enough, hey, Dub. He's got more than enough. <laughs> But yeah. I want to get, but I want to give him salute because we see a lot of times with these guys that leave college after that junior year, and not a lot of them go back. And yeah. 
not only does that take a lot of determination, man, but you got to have a, you got to be a goal setter. And for all the things that we know about Justin Fields, this shouldn't surprise anybody that he went out there and he scratched that off his list. The fact that he's acclimated himself to the NFL, right? Having different offensive schemes that he has to learn. And it's still at the same time, valid coursework to finish the last year, his degree requirements. Hey, Salute to that guy right there, man. Because you said it best right there, man. And it's always great to see athletes, man, get that accomplishment. Because I know that's what you start to do when you go to college for the most part. You want to get the degree. And now that he got it, man, he looks happy. <laughs> he's, he's, he, he accomplished something huge. And that's one thing you take off the bucket list. Hey, listen, man, as a black man, that's one of the things that I prided myself on as being a college graduate. There weren't many college graduates in my family. Hey, Justin right. Fields, another black man that has that degree. I'm happy for him. A-Dub, you're a college grad. Like, so those are the things that I know as we progress in this in this country, people are kind of looking at college more and more like, eh, it's unnecessary. But I'll tell you one thing. I'm glad I got mine. Now, I may not necessarily use that degree for what I'm doing here today, but at least I can still say I went through that struggle and I went through that process, and I made it happen. That's what made it sweet, man, is just going through that grind and all the, the ups and downs that we both encountered finishing school. That's now, what it was for me more than anything else. And there are a lot of challenges, man, you go through. A lot of things you experience going through that process. And to your point, man, it's a huge deal to get that accomplishment. When you know you went through it, you saw it all the way through, bro, and it came on the other end with that degree. Yes, sir. So, hey, salute to QB1. Look forward to seeing uh, what you do out here in these OTAs and training camp. Brother, I cannot wait to see you out there ripping that ball. And, and I saw some pictures, A-Dub, of him doing some uh, some throwing sessions. And I was looking at his delivery and how he's throwing the ball a little higher up. And his mechanics are looking all smooth. I'm like, that boy been putting in work. He been putting in work. <laughs> now, the other piece of business before we get into the Bears rookie camp, A-Dub, is the old NFL schedule get leaked. <laughs> it's kind of funny how that happens. It's kind of funny how that happens. <laughs> yes, sir. But we're going to use that to our advantage. We see that we are opening the season against those Green Bay Packers. And mm. guess what, audience? As we be in A-Dub, I've talked to y'all about. It's a new day. No more Aaron. Hello, Jordan. And it ain't the real Jordan. It's fake Jordan. So they got Jordan Love now as their guy. Shit, I think they even gave him some little – didn't they even give him a contract extension or something, A-Dub? They gave him a little something, something man, you know, for his, for his uh, patience. <laughs> man, please. But anyhow, we're up in this season against the Packers. And A-Dub, I'll tell you one thing. For once, face of the Packers, I am optimistic, my guy. We, The fact that this could be a change for who could possibly be taking over the division. Man, Bears against the Packers. It's been a long time, man, since we got a win off of those guys. And yeah. I'm just so glad the 12 is out of here. I, I and, and this is the thing, man. You know how them Packers fans is all up in our mentions and all in our DMs talking Ooh. shit every time Aaron Rodgers did a little something. And I yep. just sit there and I'm like, all right, cool. Every time they came in, I was like, somebody give me that person's act because I'm going to add them to the list of people that I'm going to remind them some shit over these next couple of years. You know what I'm saying? Because it's real easy <laughs> to kick somebody while they're down. Right? Yep. We were down. Down and out. <laughs> we, needed, we needed some help out here. You go laugh and kick at us. And, and man, okay, cool. Just wait. Just wait. See, that ain't, that ain't how you do things out here. You know, 
We are in the same division. Y'all ain't have to do us like that, Packers fans. But guess what? The same thing that make y'all asses laugh is going to make y'all asses cry. Can't wait. Karma is no joke. It, it, it definitely <laughs> is. Like my, mom, look, my mom used to tell me that shit all the time, ain't dub. And I ain't listen to her often, but I listen to her when she talked about that. <laughs> she always said, hey, dub, what goes around comes around. Ooh, we, it's coming. You Packers fans, watch out. You ain't going to like Chris. <laughs> Hell no, you ain't gonna like me. I'm gonna be on y'all bumpers, bro. On this show, uh, on YouTube, when we start doing that, on Twitter to a degree, because you know, we we kind of like we kind of like don't really we kind of feel back on Twitter a little bit. Y'all a little toxic on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? We kind of taking our show elsewhere, but you know, wherever you guys find our content, Packers fans, we coming for y'all. We marking it down. Watch out, Packers fans. Now, one thing, A Dub, is we had some rumors. Well, we thought you and I was going to go to Germany this season because we thought we was going to go see the Chiefs in Germany. Right. So we found out that was fucking fake news. <laughs> Not at all. And I'm a little disappointed, eh, Because I thought me and you was going to get the chance to go out there to Germany, man, and, and pull up. Yeah, man, it is disappointing, man. You know, the Chiefs pretty much behind all this change and stuff, man. And um, they ain't want the smoke out in Germany. I get it. You know, it's all good. But, yeah, Perez, man, I, I was looking forward to the opportunity, bro. Yeah, they actually made the request. They didn't want that game to be played in Germany. I'm like, okay, y'all on that bullshit. I'm going to go to Germany. Right, right. You ain't want to get spanked in another country. That's just me calling it out. <laughs> Ooh, he does spicy with it. Okay. okay. That's all. That's all. That's all. The new look bears, they ain't want no problem. They ain't want the smoke, man. They want us to have them handle business in the States. We'll, we'll go there. i tell you one thing, you know, A-Dub, that's going to be a tough week three matchup. And I'm here for it, man. Uh, that's going to be a really good game. Really good game against the defending champs, man. We, man, Patrick Mahomes and Cole, man. That's a dangerous team, though, Perez. You and I both know, man. And I'll take nothing away from the Chiefs. I got a lot of respect for that organization. A lot of respect for that franchise quarterback. I mean, the entire franchise has been doing phenomenal lately. And I, just, I can't say anything negative about them, man. Now, there's a lot of primetime TV spots for the Bears on this schedule. I see that there's a spot that they're going to play the Commanders there in week five, Thursday yep. night football. I'm looking forward to that one. I love me some Thursday night football. I know a lot of people out here, they don't like it because they feel like it doesn't give the players enough time to, to recover and whatnot. I get it, but I just love having football all so much. Yeah. Going against the Commanders, that's going to be interesting because I didn't like how things happened last season. Hopefully, we can return the favor and get a victory. Yes, sir. Week six, the Vikings. I can't wait for that matchup. Ooh. I can't wait for that matchup, A-Dub, because I just want our secondary, man, to pay back Mr. Jefferson, man, for all that little extra shit he was doing. He got a little spicy with our asses last year. Yeah, and man. I, I, I want him to be humbled. <laughs> I swear he needs to be, man, because right now, this dude, somebody got to bring him back down to earth, bro. Yes, sir. And that game's at Soldier Field, so Bears Nation – Y'all better show up and show out, and y'all know what the hell to do. Now, week 10, you got another Thursday night football game against the Panthers. So we potentially might get a little taste of Bryce Young. Welcome to the NFL, kid. Hey, 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 I want my nose welcome him to the NFL. <laughs> Let him know that, hey, you in the NFL now. But that's going to be nice just to even see the rookie, man, I'll go out there and ball. And then DJ Moore gets to face his former teammates, man. He going to light the asses up, boy. Return to DJ Moore. <laughs> I'll definitely be nice, man, to see DJ Moore, man, clown against them. 
We got week 11 against the Lions. And audience, you know I've been over the years <laughs> making my little comments about the Lions. I still feel that way. I still want the smoke. You know what I mean? So Lions fans, I know y'all like to come after us too. I said what I said. Y'all are still <laughs> robotussing until proven otherwise. Now, I will say this though, hey, Doug. Hey, Matt Campbell, good-ass coach, right? Good-ass yep. coach, putting a really good culture there. But I said what I said. Brez, look, I know where you stand with it, brother. I get it, man. But these lines getting on my nerves, man. And now they got your boy Montgomery over there as well, bro. Ugh, I don't like I it. I ain't work. I ain't work. Still ain't work. <laughs> they got all the running backs. You, you only got one football. And they ended up having to trade Swift. Which I didn't know about that move. I was like, y'all, that one might come back and bite y'all. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. I didn't see that coming, though. Did not see it. Well, they had to make the move, man. All them, all them backs they got over there, they had yeah. to do it. Mm -hmm. And then they drafted one in the first round. Yep. See, anyhow, they got the Lions in week 11, week 12, the Vikings in Minnesota. That's going to be a really good game. That's a Monday night game, too, at that. Another primetime matchup. And I know, audience, y'all hear me getting hyped over some primetime slots. And in the past, we haven't performed so well in primetime. But, hey, this is a new day. And, again, I told y'all in the last episode I'm allowing myself to be happy and I'm allowing yeah. myself to be optimistic. So I'm not going to let none of y'all random on my parade around here. No, man. Can't let nobody ruin the joy right now for us. It. Not right now, man. And I just like what I've been seeing from the um, Bears, man. And, um. Yes, sir. Week 14, got the Lions again. Yeah, this time, this was going to be in Chicago at Soldier Field. Going to be a great matchup. Week 15, Sean Watson. Woo! And Justin Fields go heads up. Now, this game is going to be in Cleveland. That's going to be a really good matchup in the dog pound. Um, Watson versus Fields, who had somewhat similar games. You know, um, good to see those two guys match up. And then we end the season in Lambeau <laughs> against the Packers. Hoping that we uh, end the season better than we have in the past because in the past, we always end up with the fucking Vikings on our schedule. I'm always like, I hate this end-of-year Vikings game because for the Bears, it means absolutely nothing. Hopefully this year is a little bit different, eh, Doug? I'm with you, Perez. I'm hoping this year look different too because those last few weeks you talked about, week 15 and now um, this week against the Packers, those games may mean something, bro. So I'm hoping for that. When I was going through the schedule, eh, Doug, I noticed a little sneaky little thing here. I was like, the Bears, they're not really traveling far for their road games this season. I'm like, man, somebody did them a favor. Because <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks, man, they always get fucked over because they're all the way in that Pacific West over there. Right. And they be flying all over the damn country. But see, because Chicago's so central and it's a main hub, man, the Bears be in and out. Boom, boom. Quick, easy, efficient. <laughs> You got to like that, Perez. We ain't got to worry too much about, um, you know, the, the traffic and time, you know, to get the places and um, to get the hell up out of there. And, and like you said, even, you know, the travel, it, it, that shit takes a toll. I know a lot of people that listen to this show, you guys work a job or you probably are a business traveler or, or whatever the case may be. We understand, hey, man, that travel is monotonous. Right. You know what I mean? Up, down, up, down, living out of a hotel for a week. It gets old, right? And the fact of the matter here. Is that these players have family, so it's it's good though that they're not traveling far and they can get back to their loved ones. So I think that that's really cool. Seattle, that fucking sucks to be up. Well, man, let's get into the rookie camp, man. So I was really 
really stoked, man, from some of the reports that came out. And I actually got a chance to chat with one of the B reporters that was there. So I got a few insights, you know, nothing too crazy. But mm -hmm. one of the things that I heard from the B reporter is he said that he saw Tyler Scott lining up in the slot a lot during the mini rookie camp. And I actually wrote an article on that because, hey, I had some inside information. I went with it. That, to me, A-Dub was a really interesting dynamic because last year you saw your boy Darnell Mooney lined up in the slot a lot. And actually more under the, this current regime than under Matt Nagy and that regime. Right. So in my mind, I'm wondering – is this just something where they're just trying to get this kid some reps in the slot? Because at Cincinnati, Scott lined up on the outside. So I'm wondering if this is just some early rookie camp OTA type of thing where they're just trying to get him some snaps, and when the season comes, you're just going to see Darnell Mooney in the slot. Like, what are your thoughts there when you think about what we saw there with Scott getting those reps at, uh, at the slot? When I, when I saw that praise, man, I realized that, hey, the Bears are thinking – like, hey, the versatility piece, let's see how his versatility is. You know, if he can do a good job at the slot, that's always a good thing because you still got to wonder about Money Moon and his health. You haven't seen him quite yet, Perez. We don't know. But the thing is, you want to be too late to the party if your boy Money Moon ain't the same, bro. So having a kid like him who definitely explosive can definitely step into the slot and do some things there, Perez, and continue to learn in that position – That'll be great. So when the season does kick off and all that good stuff, and then we get down further in the season, we got somebody that can step in for us. And Ty Tolbert said that he feels like that he'll be ready for camp. So we'll see what happens there. Now, my biggest thing, though, is when I looked at this situation, and I actually wrote about this, again, audience, you know, check us out. We out here. Chicago State of Mind Sports is where you'll find all our written content. But yes, I sir. wrote an injury update on Money Moon, and I said, look, hey, Money Moon is that guy. However, the drafting of Tyler Scott kind of puts Darnell Mooney on notice a little bit because if he don't come out the gates hot, man, you got this speedster basically breathing down your neck for your playing time, trying to steal some reps from him. And potentially, Darnell Mooney could just be keeping the war for this kid come next season. Good. And that's a possibility right there, Prince. A huge possibility, man. And I'm not going to lie to you, man. I like Tyler Scott, bro. I'm not going to even lie, man. And um, it's good to have him in the Bears uniform. I think he does uh, can come and do some things. And I just can see a lot of good things happen between him and Justin Fields if he continues to grow. But to the other point, man, you just don't know how the season can go when it comes down to players and what could possibly happen again, you know. And the fact that my boy Money Moon did not have a great season last year, hey, look, Tyler Scott, be ready. And the one thing that even Foods always talk about Perez in Ryan Poles, they always talk about competition. Well, hoping Tyler Scott is competition. Well, another thing that we heard from the rookie camp was the fact that Tyler Scott also started his day returning punts before he joined the offense for those 7 on 7 and 11 on 11 drills. Now, any of our loyal Bears fans, you know, special teams <laughs> was awful for us. <laughs> yes. And the fact it was so bad that we had to have our fucking backup running back, Khalil Herbert, back there running kickoff returns, and he gets hurt. We better not see him back there next season. And we shouldn't. If Tyler Scott can handle those punts, uh, bro, that would be good because we saw Billis Jones, right? We saw him struggle. Um, <laughs> and I think we don't want to see another guy have that, those kind of meltdowns, man. So if Tyler Scott can handle it, bro, let him have that job.
man, I just think that Tyler Scott, and I hate to hype up a rookie, you know what I mean? But all this, you guys also know that last year I hyped up Braxton Jones and I was right on him. So just when I tell you guys something about somebody that I like, just, just give me the benefit of the doubt that I'm not being extra. But I'm telling you, from the things that I saw on film with this kid, he brings this offense a vertical threat that we did not have last year. There was no receiver on this damn roster that could do the things that this kid could do. That makes me excited. Absolutely. That's a big excitement uh, right there. Coming in, being yourself, and knowing that, hey, no one else can do the things that you're capable of doing. And that explosiveness, man, that speed, Prez, I mean, the way this guy make catches, I mean, he's going to be cool, man. I think the fact that this kid is humble as well, man, look, he can come in and do some things for Chicago Bears. And I'm sorry, but Justin Fields throws a beautiful deep ball. Woo! I can't wait to see these two matching up in training camp. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Another guy that I was high on post-draft was Tyreek Stevenson from Miami. Now, you and I, when we did our recap episode, I talked to the audience about the fact that I love this kid. He's got the athletic profile, physical, press man corner, right? Yeah. Everything that I talked about how he was an ideal fit in this defense, yep. all the things we heard that came out of that rookie camp, they said, man, he looked that good at this. <laughs> and that is the best thing about this draft class because, to be honest, A-Dub, I think it was five or six of the draft picks were in the DM ESPN top 100 in all of the NFL draft. So that shows you how well Ryan Poles draft. Ryan Poles is in his bag, bro. Done his homework, done his due diligence. You know, and the thing is, having a guy like Tyreek Stevenson, man, Prez, I'm impressed. And hearing all the great things you just shared about him, man, people have been saying about him, how he's been tearing it up early on. I mean, dude, this is what we need, man. And I want to hear more about him as we go along, right? And I think he could be a key contributor this coming season, bro. I think more than a contributor, Adele, I think this guy's going to be your starter there at quarter. I mean, Woo. I heard that there were some one-on-ones between him and Tyler Scott, and I heard that he locked uh, Tyler Scott up. Dang. <laughs> man, here's the deal, Perez. Tyreek Stevenson can keep up with speed, bro. That's the thing I want to throw out there, bro. That's right. That's That's, right. That's huge, man. Because you and I have been talking about these opponents we're going to with these other wide receivers, these speedsters, man. How they have torso. You talked about Jefferson and things of that nature. But the point is, you got to be able to keep up with these fast athletes, man. And if Tyreek Stevenson can continue to show that, bro, ooh-wee, he got a shot at doing some great things, man, for the Bears. And to your point, being a star. Well, so this is the thing. So I played the position. I'll tell you one thing. The best way you neutralize a speedy weapon like that is just be a physical weapon. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that Tyree's game that he's going to have. But he's also long. Yeah, That's how you neutralize a guy like that. You get their hand, you get your hands on those guys, those guys don't want to be touched. you got to have a certain type of mentality as a DB to shut somebody down. And so, in my opinion, Tyler Scott's only going to get better. Well, they're both only going to get better because iron sharp as iron. But he's right. only going to get better going in the, against these matchups. And then what do you think is going to happen when he goes against Jalen Johnson? It's how you get, get a guy to become a better player, uh, push him to the limits. And you're right, Perez, getting that kind of work, going against some top you know, uh, corners, that'll help you out a lot. And so to that point, so one of the things that when I was a DB, the biggest thing was it wasn't just that initial jam off the line of scrimmage. Most of the vertical threats, they want to just go in that straight line. 
Because if you let them get the top speed, you're cooked. But you got to get them to do one things that they don't want to do, right? You want to redirect them, right? Because it's going to take them another move or two to get up the top speed. By that point, shit, I'm still on my back pedal. And I'm right there with you. So that is one of the things, though, with a guy like a Tyler Scott, he's going to have to learn those counter moves, right, off the line of scrimmage, which that comes with practice. Yeah. It's going to come with him working with Darnell Mooney, working with a DJ Moore, working with a Chase Claypool. These guys will be able to teach him different releases and different counters off of the line of scrimmage to counter that physicality. Yep. And the good thing, Perez, that helps him go back to the drawing board a little bit, change some things around like you're saying, man, and then become a better wide receiver. And you're right. The only way to learn to do those things, Perez, is to see how these defenses are playing against you, right? How you match up against some of these good corners and what they're doing to you. So that lets you know you need to increase your bag, man. Now, one thing to keep in note that this is a non-padded practice, and yep. so we don't want to put too much stock into that. But at the end of the day, anytime you get these players on grass, that's an opportunity for them to be evaluated, right? So those reps count. They mean something. But I just want people to realize, you know, there's no pads on. And at this moment, you know, it's kind of a, a little glorified practice for these guys just to kind of get together and get acclimated to the NFL. Get, 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 get everything going. Get the process started, man. But the good thing is also it's a test, too, Perez, to your point about the, the fact of seeing what – if you're a cornerback, you get a chance to see what a wide receiver is able to do, right? You kind of get a chance to understand his speed level, how quick he is, right? If you didn't know, and vice versa. So you get a chance to understand a couple of things about each other, but you also get a chance to understand some things about what you need to continue to work on as well. We also got to see our first look at Darnell Wright in the rookie camp. And from some of the feedback that I got, he said individual drills. He said Darnell Wright looked every much a top 10 pick in the NFL. He said the guy looked athletic. He said he plays the part. He looks the part. He said the guy's ready. Darnell Wright ready. Man, I just love hearing news like that, Perez, because you and I talk about this all the time about offensive line, how important it is this season. And hearing what we hear about Darnell Wright and what you just shared, that matters. I just hope that he continues to stay on that fast track because it looks like this guy is the one who can definitely do some things, man. And uh, if he continues to grow, bro, Throughout this process, that's just going to pay dividends for the Chicago Bears. I mean, you got to also think about it with the type of scheme that we run and with that type of athleticism and the fact that he's showing you he can get to that next level. Yeah. With Braxton Jones over there at the left tackle spot, we know that he has that athleticism. Even though we know that there's areas where Braxton Jones' game that he's got to clean up. Yeah. Again, I'm confident that he's going to do it. He's already been putting in the work with Olin Cruz. God knows who else he's working with this offseason, A-Dub. So my whole thing is – when you look at this offensive line, and we've talked about it, yep. Rax in the left tackle, right tackle, you got down there right. You got Nate Davis in there, Cody White here. You have Tevin Jenkins. That offensive line is starting to round in the form. Now, I will say I do feel bad for Tevin Jenkins that they've been playing musical chairs with him so much since he's been in the NFL. This is a fourth change for him. Like, this is yeah. some bullshit, man. You drafted <laughs> a guy to be a left tackle. Then you move him over to right tackle. Then you put him on right guard. Which he performed well. Yep. And then you then you sign another guy who primarily is a right guard, and then you're like, oh, well, we're gonna move you over to left guard. I'm like, man, well, y'all gotta stop playing with Tevin and put some respect on his game. The kid has it where it matters. Kid plays hard, he plays with that intensity, he plays with that chip on the shoulder. I love him. I love everything he brings to the table. He's definitely mentally tough to be able to go through this type of change, bro. And no going shit. through another one. <laughs> And to your point, he probably says to himself, what you exactly what you said. This some BS. <laughs> <laughs>
he may have said that, bro. And then you know what? I, I gotta go out and prove to these guys once again what I'm capable of doing. So I gotta give it to him, man, to be able to accept these kind of changes to take on these type of challenges, man. It says a lot about him as a person. Now, lastly, a couple guys that we haven't talked about yet are are two of our day two picks, Javon Dexter Sr. and Zach Pickens. Now, you guys already heard my feedback on Pickens, how I think that this guy's probably going to be the steal of this Ryan Poles draft class, is that Pickens got more time at the three technique. And from the people that were there, they said not only did he get more time, but he looked explosive off the ball. And they said a lot of times he blew up the offense's plans before they could even get set. That is a sign right there, bro. When you and I talked about him having the chip on his shoulder, that's a sign right there saying, look, I got a lot to prove to not only the Chicago Bears, but to the world. So right now, he's out there humble, showing what he's capable of doing. And I want him to continue doing that, man, showing that explosiveness, showing that toughness. We need that for sure. So, Zach, keep working, bro. Now, I also heard with Dexter, and this is kind of what I've shared with the audience when I gave my analysis of him as a pick. While I said he's not as slow off the ball as everybody was trying to put out there. He's not as quick as Pickens off the ball, but I heard that there were some reps that Dexter got off the ball pretty well. But they said as the practice continued, he kind of slowed down a little bit. So those are just some things that he's going to have to probably get used to, right? The yeah. next level here. And, you know, I'm sure that the pace they were going, that was probably a really good pace. So those are things that he's going to have to work through. He's going to have to get in shape, man. That's part of it, you know, get right. Be prepared to play. You know, um, that's just part of it, man. And uh, once he continues to uh, know what to do, how to, you know, nutrition, all that stuff, is, you know, all that matters, man. And um, I'll tell you, once he gets to that point and understand his body and understand how to stay fresh and how to continue to keep that same stamina going, that same energy, it's going to be fine. But the fact that he has shown some good signs and ability to get in that backfield says a lot about him, man. But I'll tell you one thing. I mean, we know when it comes down to it, that Allen Williams is going to use both of these guys in yep. that mix on that defensive line. So both of them are going to be very important to us on this defense, and I'm looking forward to their continued development. And, um, I just like what I'm hearing so far So at this point. I just want to see them guys continue, man, to show growth, to continue to develop, like you're saying, man. And um, that's one thing you and I like about both of them. They both can handle the load uh, once they continue to grow and get better in those particular roles. And the size. I mean, the thing is, they're big dudes. And when the things that we talked about last season on this show – with our running game, I mean, we got gashed defensively. <laughs> it was it was pathetic, right? Yeah. When you have two guys like this, this goes a long way with helping to shore up the gap that we had in the middle of our defense. Because that problem we had with stopping the run last season was just tough to watch. And I hope these two here, man, can definitely help in that department because uh, they can do that, bro. That just I mean something that definitely can help this Bears defense, man, become as good as we hope it can become. One last thing on that, though, and this is just something that I was even just thinking about when I was looking at film on both of these guys after the, they were drafted. I think that Allen Williams has a really good opportunity, man, to get really creative with this defensive front because with having these two big tackles who can help stop the run, right, but yep. also being able to collapse that pocket a little bit, it's going to allow Allen Williams and that defense to get more creative with some of their coverage disguises. We saw last year there were times where we got exposed in coverage. So the thing is, when you have athletic pieces like this that you're incorporating to your defense, 
it helps the overall defense. Yep. And I think that's another area that I was thinking about that I really think that we can help impact that. Because I'm thinking about our secondary, as you just put it, and Calvin Gordon and, and those boys, man, Jalen Johnson. We talk about interceptions, man. And you talk about disguising that. I would love to see us create some more turnovers in, in that department, man. So I would love to see our takeaways increase, man. Well, I mean, speaking of another guy in that secondary, fifth-round draft pick Terrell Smith, he had a pick in the rookie camp. And for me, that leads credence to what I was just talking about earlier. But you have that ability to disguise coverage. Quarterback yep. don't know what the hell he's seeing. He can't trust <laughs> his eyes. Right. right. But, but the point is, though, is that bodes well for your defense. And like I said, Terrell Smith, just yet another example of how well Ryan Pitt in this draft. And we haven't even talked about Roshan Johnson yet, who, in my opinion, has a position to be the number one running back in this damn rotation, eh, Doug? Ooh, we, man. Where you want to go, Roshan Johnson, baby? I mean, yeah, he's nice, man. I like him. And you hear a lot about this guy, man. Love to run through contact. Love to get physical. I mean, those are the type of runners you love to have in Chicago, man. And um, this is the type of guy I want to see continue to thrive, man, and continue to improve as a running back. So one of the things that a lot of people credit Roshan Johnson for is the fact that he was patient yep. and he played behind Bijan. Now, most players, A-Dub, would not have done that. We've talked about the fact of how the transfer portal is pretty much taking over the damn sport. <laughs> That's Whether true. It's, you know, college basketball, college football, the whole nine. We right. talk about competition on the Bears. Meanwhile, in college sports, ain't nobody really fucking with no competition. These guys are ducking the smoke left and right. Right. Well, when I look at a guy like Roshan Johnson, he did not duck the smoke. And what you have here, in my opinion, is a fresh back that didn't take the beating that Bijan took. We all know that Roshan has that physical running style, but he's yep. coming into the league with more tread on his tires than Bijan probably is coming into the league with. Yeah. Now, am I saying that we got the better of the two backs? I don't know, but I feel like we got the fresher of the two, and I'll take it. And the thing is, you hear about this kid, Perez, being a team player, being a leader, you know? These are things you just hear about, you know, his traits, his character. I mean, I like the guy in the locker room. I really do, man. I think this is a good guy in the locker room, man, um, as well. So when you hear all that, what he's able to do as a running back, but here, then hear how he is as a person, man, that just speaks dividends. And um, we may have got a steal with that perspective, Perez. You think about his character, man. And I know the coaches that spoke highly of him. Love when we had the time to have media session with him and they asked the question of, like, if he liked to punish defenders. My man was just like, yeah, I do. Like, it was like just so brief and so quick and to the point. I was like, shit, all right. But you ask a, when you ask a question like that, it's only a short answer. You won't get a response. This is the guy you can't wait to see in the past, bro. I mean, now I want to see him strap up, bro. Show us what yes, you got, sir. man. Yes, sir. Because right now, like, with these, these practices being non-padded, A-Dub, he can't really show the best of what he could do. So right. mostly for him, it's more the mental side of the game, right, which is still important. Yep. So that's just making sure that he's in that playbook. He knows what the hell's going on and, and learning that offense. Because like I said, he's going to be a vital piece of things. I don't think people realize how much this kid may be coming. Right. He can shock the world, bro. And some of those other running backs might be careful in the Chicago Bears because uh, Roshan Johnson coming. Because you want where these guys are playing fast. When, yep. when I played the sport, the worst thing you could be doing out there on the field 
is second-guessing yourself, thinking, and not just reacting. When you're playing fast, that's how you make plays. When you play fast, you don't get hurt. So my thing is with a guy like Rashawn Johnson, you just want to make sure that he's up to speed on that playbook so that way when those pass do come on, game over. Game over. And he reminds me of, in a way of Justin Fields. You know, Justin Fields is a learner, bro. I think, you know, Roshan's the same way, Perez. You know, he's going to study that playbook, man. Make sure he learn it. Make sure he know it, bro. And he's going to come out there and just show us the explosiveness, man. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. You know, I think Roshan, though, you know, before I start comparing him with Justin Fields, and I'm going to need to see him do it a little bit more on the NFL level. But what I do say is I like his traits. Yep. I like the leadership makeup that you brought up earlier because he does seem like he has those type of components. I like mm -hmm. that. Great mix. And I think that he's going to fit in very well on this team. We don't have a lot of knuckleheads on this team, right? And so <laughs> he fits into the mold, I think, really well. I like what you say. Like we got a lot of we want a knuckleheads here, man. And I wow. like that, friends. I mean, I gotta give Ryan Post a lot of credit, man, because I tell you, man, dude really does value culture. So I gotta give it to him. Yeah, and as much as I hated that he passed up on Jalen Carter, he, you know, he may have he may have dodged one because we saw Jalen Carter out in the news doing some knucklehead shit. And again, I don't, you know, I'm gonna let that kid he gonna figure his life out. But you know, sometimes people show you better than you can tell them. Yep, yep. And uh, Ryan Pose is already telling us, hey, look, I know what I'm doing. Y'all got to trust me on this one. <laughs> yep. We're going to keep letting him cook, ain't eh? We're going to keep letting him cook. Yes, sir. Now, just bring us that edge rusher that we all waiting on. And, and you don't have no – you're going to hear no complaints. Listen, all season long, I promise you, Ryan Pose, I would not say one negative thing about you. You bring me that edge rusher that I want, you're going to have no worries. Just, just do it. Just do it. They're out there. It's easy. Edge rusher, make it happen. And I mean, one that's a game changer, bro. You know, that's what I always talk about, of course. But yeah, we need one that's going to be that impactful, man. Because right now, looking at our roster, don't quite see that yet. So we definitely got to get there. All right, A-Dub, but man, it was good catching up with you. Audience, we appreciate your continued support as always and for helping us become a top 10 Chicago Bears podcast. We're going to holler at y'all next week. Until then, we are out. No, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, they're what we thought they were. Say that one more time, player. Oh!